0: Welcome to Your Lot and Parcel Podcast with your host, Benjamin Diaz, designed strictly for you, the consumer. You will find that this platform has your best interests at heart.
1: In this episode, we are discussing the benefits of the CDFI, which is the Community Development Financial Institution. Is designed to help first-time home buyers with their down payment and closing costs. The concept or the history of the CDFI can be traced way back to the 1880s, when the first minority-owned banks entered the market to service low-income communities. In the 1930s and 1940s, credit unions were created as nonprofit financial institutions and were owned by their own members although they were not solely created to serve distressed communities. Therefore, not all are classified as a CDFI. However, they did provide loan options for individuals and small businesses and paved the way for the community development organizations, such as the Springboard.org CDFI. Therefore, allow me to present to you the president of Springboard.org, Dot org CDFI, and also doing business at Springboard Home Loans, and not to mention she's also a wonderful lady, Joanne Cordero. Hello there, Joanne. Thank you for joining our our show this this afternoon. I appreciate you taking time to discuss some of the programs that uh, you promote. And uh, so, Joanne, tell us about uh, uh, the um, Springboard.org. Uh, CDFI and and your mission, if you would please.
0: Yeah, great. Thanks for having me, Ben. Um, mm-hmm. So, Springboard, you know our our prime. We're we're a mortgage uh, lender and broker. Uh, we provide mortgage services, and our primary mission is very focused on um, helping bridge the wealth gap in America through homeownership efforts. There are you know people across this country that don't know that they could even be homeowners. And so our mission is to help provide guidance and information, education about the mortgage loan process and the opportunities that lie with being homeowners. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, so when customers come to us, we you know, help identify programs or different products that meet, meet their individual needs wherever they're at in their journey to, one, even understanding that they could be a homeowner or if they know that they could be, we help them get ready for that homeownership and a mortgage.
1: Very mm-hmm. good. Now, as far as financing and, and who may qualify for these programs, Joanne, can you, can you touch on that?
0: Well, I mean, generally, you know, there's an affordability factor, mm-hmm. um, right? So we want to make sure that you have the financial wherewithal to afford the house that you want to buy, Um, And of course, everybody's heard the word, you know, credit score and FICO score and why those things are important. And for lenders to take a risk, if you will, to give um, somebody some money, they want to make sure that they're a good credit risk, right? That they have the money to pay back the loan. Um, And so that looks at your financials. How much Mm -hmm. can you afford? And then it's also what's your credit rating, which is, you know, your grade, if you will, um, that the lender will look at to to whether they're willing to take the risk that you're a grid credit risk for them that you'll pay the money back in short.
1: Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So would you say that these are folks with low to moderate incomes that can qualify?
0: Um, most really? of our customers, we cater yeah. to what we call, you know, first-time home buyers or yeah. those that have low to moderate wealth. Um, yes. And that's I can give you a quick definition of you know sure. how that's considered. So sure. a lot of the programs that we look at um, look at what's called um, you know your your uh, median income level. Mm-hmm. Right. So the government looks at you know anything around what's your income level given the size of your family, for the area that you live in, which is um, then they look at what's the median income level for that particular area, and then there's a percentage of that depending on what kind of program you're in. That you know if you're lower to moderate income, you could qualify for special programs. If you're at or below the median income level for your area
1: there you go very good your organization covers only California or do you cover other states
0: um, our our company we're in we're home based in California but we're licensed to do business in uh, Arizona Texas uh, Florida and Illinois
1: there you go very good yeah so so let, let's say I'm over there with um, Um, in Pennsylvania, would there be uh, a website that I can go to to see whether there's a program as such uh, available?
0: Well, um, we don't do direct lending or, you know, uh, provide service. We're not licensed in that particular state. Um, But, you know, a place, I think, if you're a first-time homebuyer or somebody who is maybe getting back into the market, maybe in the last recession you had some Mm -hmm. issues, and so you were a homeowner and now you're not, now you want to get back into it, you know, a good place to go is to start with homebuyer education.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: you know, I would, you can go to the HUD.gov, all of the HUD approved housing counseling agencies, look for your area. Mm-hmm. Um, we work with a company, Credit.org. They're, um, you know, we're very close with them and they provide homebuyer education. You can go Thanks. to their website, Credit.org, and there's a whole host of resources for just financial literacy as well as home buyer education. Um, mm-hmm. So you can start there. Um, you know, if you're looking for just a mortgage, if you will, I mean, you certainly could give us a call. We can help refer you to somebody in that yes. state or, you know, realtors, family, friends. Most people know somebody who's in the mortgage business <clears throat> that yes. can help them.
1: Absolutely. Well, good, good. <clears throat> I appreciate uh, your thoughts on that. And, of course, you indicated um, homebuyer education classes that are available uh, through uh, uh, your sister organization, credit.org there. Could you speak to some of the following um, um, uh, classes or topics you discuss? They discuss there with, let's say for one thing, preparing a homeownership would be one.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the, class, the class, There's there's a, what they call a hud approved class so i'll back up just a second if you don't mind um no, no, go ahead. if if you're going to qualify for a down payment assistance program for example um again we <clears throat> talked about there's income limits right but we want those funds right. going to the people that don't have the ability to save as much or you know that wherewithal so they become homeowners yeah. most of those programs require um that the the customer the borrower go through an education and get a certificate and there's an eight-hour class that can be taken right. online, um, you know, pre-COVID, this, you know, you could go into a classroom for it, and <clears throat> now you can do it um, on a virtual, like on a Zoom call. So there's lots mm-hmm. of places you can get these classes. And they really start out at the basics of, you know, what do you need to be a successful homeowner? Um, mm-hmm. You know, you're a renter, so maybe you might not think about what happens when the toilet breaks right Mm -hmm. what do you do how much do you need to reserve for just basic repairs in your house right most people own a car so they know well if if my car breaks i'm gonna have to you know pay to get the oil changed i'm gonna have to you know get new tires but again when it breaks i need to take it to a shop Well, when you're a homeowner you need to know that those responsibilities will pretty much fall on you and while you don't need to be a plumber you need to know how to access a plumber Um, Or, you know, what to look for, how to save to make sure that you have enough money Mm
1: -hmm. coming
0: up to pay for that maintenance. And the class really starts to prepare you to think about it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, Managing your money, for example, Mm
1: -hmm. is
0: like, you know, putting a little bit aside for those repairs. Or maybe you want to, you know, spruce up your house and get a new paint job. Um, You know, so just the classes really make you start to think about what the totality is of Mm -hmm. being a homeowner. It's not mm-hmm. just about getting a mortgage and making a payment.
1: Yeah, so, so um, it's general, yeah. G- general maintenance and so
0: forth. <clears throat> right. And then, you know, the mm-hmm. class also digs real deep into the importance of your credit rating mm-hmm. and how that affects your ability to get a loan, and um, to get a good interest rate on your loan, um, mm-hmm. you know, and then what your debts are, maybe help you understand that, you know, again, the affordability how much money you make how much house can you afford and then it couples with well what are your other debts do you have a lot of credit card debt do you have you know car payments and where can you really budget your money so that you can be successful in your home ownership journey
1: okay sounds that sounds uh, like it's very thorough then you got uh, you have um, let me see here shopping for a home as well I believe it's one of the uh, the topics you, the, that that uh, class touches on,
0: right? Exactly. So, um, gosh, there's so many ways people shop for homes these oh, days, yes. right? You, you know, can look oh, online. I mean, I think most yeah. people start there. Yeah. Um, you know, get a feel for the area that they want to live in. If you have kids, what kind of school district? I mean, there is just so much information online now, like like never before, right? We used to, you know, traditionally, you just go to a realtor and go, "Okay, I want to live here," and then you really rely on the re- the realtor to tell you you know what what the characteristics of the community is but you know this class will talk a little bit about things that you should look for in your community what you know again to type of schools um that you may be interested in and you know is it rural is it urban you know what are you looking for um so most people you we give it we touch on that in Mm -hmm. the class so you get a little feel for where some best places to go are um, you know, and then we transition and also talk about, you know, what it takes to actually qualify for a mortgage. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not just a matter of talking to a loan officer. You absolutely <clears throat> need to get an experienced licensed loan yes. officer to work with you. But the class helps prepare you for the documentation you're going to need. Um, you know, again, making sure that your debt, your ratios of your income to how much debt you have what your monthly payment could be. And so the class just gives you that really good overview of what those things are going to be. So you're prepared. Hey, I need to have two months worth of bank statements. Mm -hmm. I need to have two years worth of tax returns. Um, You know, I need to have a steady income for the past two years. Let's say that I'm self-employed, but you know, I get paid and I cash my check and I just put my check, you know, my cash, I use everything in cash. Well, The class will help you understand that you need to have evidence, right? Documented evidence that you have that money. And so it just helps you really understand and go, oh, I didn't know I was gonna have to have, you know, two years worth of tax returns. Do I have those handy
1: anywhere? Yeah, yes, exactly. So, yeah, the underwriter, you know, of course you have to cater to the underwriter, uh, available down payment and and closing costs uh, programs you touched on that too as well. I understand.
0: Yeah. This is an exciting area that, um, I guess may be exciting. I get excited about it because you know, homeownership, especially for first time home buyers, there's, there's so many people that think home buying is out of reach because they don't Mm -hmm. have 20% down payment. And that has been ingrained in our brain, you know, forever that, well, if you don't have 20%, you can't buy a home. And there are, uh, I think probably the most past five to you know, ish years. There's been so many down payment programs that that people that's aren't aware of, and um, I'll I'll give you a little resource. That sure. um, there's a website downpaymentresources.com, mm-hmm. um, or you know, you can Google it and just look. And it you can look for in your area. It gives you a little filtering process, like search process, mm-hmm. uh, where you can find down payment assistance loans, and they range anywhere from the local city. <laughs> might have some funds available to the state. Most states have a program for down payment assistance or they have mm-hmm. a lending program that allow people to get into their homes for as little as 3%. Some mm-hmm. have, they'll fund them and, you know, there's 0%. Um, we, You can get programs where the, there's no payments for the uh-huh. life of the loan. As long as you, you know, live there, they might get waived in five years. There's so many different programs depending on, you know what your situation is and where you live.
1: Very good, and that's that's uh, anywhere in the country. Can, could, I think it bears repeating that website again, just for anybody that's listening in. Yeah, it's
0: called downpaymentresource.com.
1: There you go. No, I, yeah. I think that's a quite a quite a good uh, deal for those that uh, want to. Make uh, their dream uh, into a reality. You know that's great. So yeah, yeah it, 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 I understand those are structured differently. Sometimes they are deferred or amortized. Right. You know the the um, down payment assistant uh, loans.
0: Yeah, we've we found that. Um they can range from a few thousand dollars in assistance all Mm -hmm. the way up. There's programs that offer a hundred thousand dollars worth of assistance. Um, And with the, again, the 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 key for the down payment programs is that you really work with a mortgage loan officer that really understands that program. Most of them have the same um, qualifying criteria, if you will. Most Hmm. of them again are for folks that have, you know, lower to moderate income. So again, you want to look at finding your area. So I'll give you an example. If you're in Riverside County, which is where our home base is Mm -hmm. and you have an income of your total household of $65,000, you want to look and say, well, what's the area median income for Riverside County? And it just happens to be, I looked it up Uh $65,800. So this particular family of four, all income in the household would qualify um, for programs because they're going to be beneath that level. Right. Typically it's between 80 to hundred percent or lower of the area median income that we want to have. And um, you know, once they get those, then the programs, like you said, yeah, they have a wide range of um, terms, meaning some, there's no payments, Mm -hmm. some accrue a small amount of interest over the life of the loan, but there's still no payments. Some Mm -hmm. have small interest payments Um, and then some are even forgivable after a period of time. Mm -hmm. If you've lived in your home for five years, Um, some may just be forgivable at that point. So they all Mm -hmm. range, um, which is why you really need, you know, somebody who understands these programs to help you get the best one.
1: Today, we are complimented by the company of Joanne Cordero, the president of springboard.org, CDFI, and she's telling us how the dream of home ownership can be realized. Yeah, these down payment programs, where do they come from? Are these grants? or what, 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 um, Well, there's a
0: lot of money from the government that uh-huh. puts forth. Um, uh, HUD has programs that they uh, provide each state you can apply. If the state can apply for funds, yes. um, the cities, municipalities may have bond programs mm-hmm. uh, that promote home ownership and they allocate certain amount of money. The, the challenge with the down payment programs, you know, again, it's the qualifying criteria because right. you have to meet the, the income levels. Um, and the second is that sometimes there's not that much available, right? There could be mm-hmm. a city that has five grants available for the year Right, for seventy thousand dollars each, right? Well, once five people get those, then there's no more until the next round of funding. Oh,
1: I see. I see. Yeah.
0: So um, you know, typically towards the end of the year you'll see that there's not as much available, right? So you might have to wait around. But if you know, mm-hmm. if you're working with a good loan officer who understands these programs and works a lot with first-time home buyers,
1: you can be prepared for those. Sounds good. Sounds good. I know your organization. It's a nonprofit, the uh, Springboard, yeah. CDIF. Uh, what is it? CDFI? I it's CDFI.
0: It? It's a community development financial institution, and mm. it's a designation that um, we've had for over 30 years. That It's a Treasury U- U.S. Treasury designation uh, for the ability to lend money and um, borrow money, if you will, and then lend money uh, at, at a little... Uh, cheaper price a lot of small businesses are mm. cdfis uh, small mm. business lending and a lot of credit unions are cdfis mm. okay. uh, we've had one for a long time mm. we're not um, we don't actively use it right now but it's it's still our lending platform and our primary um, designation through the treasury
1: mm-hmm. very good mm-hmm. then you have uh, uh dba a springboard home loans uh, how does right. that uh, how does that work well,
0: Springboard Home Loans is is our brand for our customers, um, okay. our consumer facing business. CDFI is our legal entity name, if you will, but That's Springboard right. Home Loans is how, you know, we represent ourselves to the public.
1: Very good. DBA doing business as. Okay. That's
0: exactly. Yeah. All right. So you can find us at springboard.org. Um, you know, it's
1: mm-hmm.
0: the easiest way to find us. Very
1: good. I think our listenership may be interested in some of the programs. You know. Uh, such as, um, and their characteristics, you know, for one thing, um, you know, conventional loans, because I mean, it's not every day you buy or purchase a home and you're trying to acquire a loan, you know. And by the way, the, the definition of a first time buyer is, uh, what three, uh, at least three yeah, years. Yeah, you
0: have to not be a homeowner in the past yeah. three years. Exactly.
1: Good. So, <clears throat> some yeah. had, uh, had construed that to mean, well, I, I've never owned a home, right? So, that's not, not, not quite. True. at least the last well, some year. people
0: think well i have owned a home do i still qualify well if exactly. you haven't owned a home in the past three years generally speaking you would qualify as a first-time home buyer
1: very good exactly all yeah. right very good so uh, can you touch on the the uh, characteristics the characteristics of a uh, conventional loan uh,
0: sure so um you know, there's there's three primary types of loans out there for you know the general public. I would say, right, the majority of people fit into sure. an FHA loan, which is a Federal Housing Administration loan, and you know those are again tailored more for first time homebuyers or those folks mm-hmm. that have small amounts of down payment. Um, you can get an FHA loan with as little as three percent down, and FHA also is much more lenient on folks that may have been struggling or just starting to develop their FICO, their credits history, right? Yeah, so yeah. an FHA loan may start at maybe a 580 FICO. That's pretty mm-hmm. low, but, you know, we know as a first-time home buyer, you probably haven't established a lot of credit. So an FHA <laughs> loan is, is really well for those folks that don't have a lot of established credit, had credit mm-hmm. problems in the past and or, um, don't have a lot of down payment and maybe they can't also access down payment assistance programs, but they still want to be homeowners. Um, There's VA loans. And of course, those are really reserved for the veterans. Um, There's those programs. Most of them require no down payment, but they're very specific. You have to be a veteran with a certificate to get the VA loans. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, there's this population of conventional loans that is most of the rest of the marketplace, and those are um, typically people. You hear the word Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, and those are loans that those entities purchase from lenders, mm-hmm. as long as they meet certain criteria um, and loan limits. I believe the recent loan limit for a Freddie Mac Fannie Mae loan is five hundred ten thousand across the mm-hmm. country.
1: Yes, yes. Um, exactly.
0: And so the conventional loan, typically, you know, you would have. Um, mortgage insurance, if you don't have more than 20% down on a conventional Mm -hmm. loan, Um, you can get a conventional loan with down payment assistance program behind it as well. Um, And so, you know, it really depends on what your situation is, what the interest rates are for those particular loans, how much affordability you have in your payment um, as to which program makes the most sense for
1: you. Exactly. These uh, conventional loans, of course, you indicated 510. Of course, beyond that, of course, you can get a loan, but then you get into jumbo, jumbo loans.
0: Right. You get into jumbo loans, which have different risk levels. They have different interest rates, Um, you know, and then there's all the, um, you know, if you wanted the jumbo loans or maybe you're somebody who's self-employed and you can't verify income, you know, there's all hosts of other types of loans um, that we just call non- Conventional, non-traditional lending.
1: Good. Yeah, a lot of the times the uh, the self-employed would take advantage of those. Uh, right. Though know, uh, sometimes they're just based on bank statements and that sort exactly. of thing. Exactly. Yeah, there's a there's a variety. I mean, there's a there's a hodgepodge of different loans. But these conventional loans here, I what I appreciate about it is the PMI, the mortgage insurance that that can. Once you get your, uh, your your equity built up, you see, you, you can ask for that to be dismissed, uh, mortgage right. insurance, you know, so that's a pretty good deal. FHA, no, you got to live with that unless you come up with 10%, you know, at the yeah. inception of the purchase and it'll last for 11 years and it'll fall off. The, uh, yeah, I insurance.
0: was, I literally was just sharing my nephew is going to be a first time home buyer, you know, new family, had a, you know, baby and moving um to texas actually and Mm -hmm. looking at being a homeowner and and thinking about well how much money am i going to have to save to you know buy a house and i said well you know you don't you can get in at less you know than 80 percent or 20 percent down it's like well then i have all this mortgage insurance and i said yeah you do but you have to think about it potentially as a short-term issue right because Mm -hmm. you know being a homeowner means you're also you know you can acquire wealth over time, but with the appreciation of the home. And, you know, of course, that's all market driven and we can't guarantee anything. I said, but, you know, you're in your house four or five years, then you reassess the value of your house. And mm-hmm. if your, you know, loan to value ratio, as you said, goes down, well, then you get all that, you can, you can get the PMI waived. Um, and, you know, that's a good thing. So you got to look at mortgage insurance sometimes as a short term potential issue. Mm-hmm. Um, versus a long term, you know, of waiting around to get to be a homeowner, right? So if you're going to wait yeah. to save sixty, seventy thousand dollars 70000 you know, that may not happen over a very long period of time, um, but you still want to be a homeowner. So maybe just sort of bite the bullet and say, all right, I'm going to, you know, pay the extra couple hundred dollars a month to get the mortgage insurance.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, there's different variables you got to look at. Um, right. Right. Uh, income tax benefits, you know, for purchasing a home and so on. Exactly.
0: Well, tax benefits, yeah, exactly. Mark, and yeah. right now, as you know, right rates yeah. are at historically oh, yeah. low levels. Yeah. And, um, you know, if, if anybody's thinking they want to be a homeowner, just even on the peripheral edge of thought, you know, mm. they really should invest in their education, um, you know, get involved, get some homeownership education, talk to a loan officer, on springboard.org, I'll give a little selfish plug. We have a mortgage readiness tool uh, on our website that you don't have to put any personal information, just takes you through a series of questions um, that tells you where you're at in your mortgage readiness journey. You know, mm-hmm. And um, it just factors things like, what do you think your credit score is? How much debt do you think you have? What's your income level? Again, no personal uh, information is required. And at the end, it'll say, um, you know, or did you have a bankruptcy or foreclosure the last, you know, four or five years? Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll say, you know, you might be ready in the first one to three months, or maybe you're twelve months away, and it will give you a few action steps to take on what you could do to improve your situation. Just gives you a little bit of a roadmap.
1: Absolutely, and even then, you know, it's good to discuss that uh, if, there, if there was a foreclosure, because again, there's extenuating circumstances yeah. you know, involved. You know, it might have been a medical uh, issue, right? That sort of thing, you know. So, how about um, here? We got uh, USDA loans. Can you touch on that a little bit?
0: Um, gosh, I'm not as familiar with those. You Caught me there.
1: Yeah. Okay, that's okay.
0: Um, I mean, USDA loans are just another another form of government loans. They're mostly for rural markets. Yes, they are. Um, yes. and yes. Uh, so I'm sorry, I'm not as familiar <laughs> with all,
1: those. That's all right. You you're mainly in the uh, city. Uh, this is yeah, this is county or unincorporated areas and. But right. it is, they, they, you, again, it's um, income uh, limits are, are required and so forth. And uh, I think it's a pretty a zero down payment, incidentally. And,
0: right. Uh, yeah. Mostly those of, are for rural communities. It is.
1: It is. And, of course, they're, they're, You look it up USDA and to see whether that property, just punch in the address of that property you're interested in, and it'll tell you whether it's eligible or not for this type of Well, there of you loan. go. Yeah. yeah I yeah, just learned yeah.
0: something. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Thank
1: you. Okay. Okay. Um, Home ready, I don't know if you deal into that or not home ready loans. uh, Um,
0: Those again are for, you know, they're special programs, you know, Fannie and Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, they buy loans from lenders that originate the loans or banks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they come up with all kinds of different programs that um, are, you know, home ready, I think is, or home possible. These are other programs for first time home buyers or, you know, general market where you don't have big down payment money um you know that just allow people to get into loans that they wouldn't otherwise the you know the old traditional loans that they've had so it's just another program that you know your loan officer can explore with you in terms of whether that makes sense for you
1: yeah i i enjoy the um the interesting point here about these home ratings Uh, if you have somebody that lives with your relative uh, the borrower can use that income as a compensating factor, not as to, not to augment the income, but to, I would you say, uh, go beyond 45% uh, percent DTI, so up to 50% debt-to-income ratio. So that helps out pretty good, actually. Uh, yeah, I've I seen- think these
0: programs are just recognizing, right, that the world, you know, the traditional family... Yes is not traditional anymore, right? Nope. And nope. we need to accommodate for our parents living with us, yes. you know, our kids still living with us, um, you know, family and friends, relatives, <coughs> just or, you know, other people, and that we mm-hmm. need to figure out a way to accommodate how people make their money.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Very good, Joanne. Uh, could you uh, relate uh, to us an anecdotal experience and how maybe a family is benefited by uh
0: yeah, you know, um, you had asked me that and I was I was super excited. I mean, we've had a lot of great stories, oh, but sure. one yeah. that comes to mind is a family that um, we have an office in South San Diego and mm-hmm. our office is located in a um, apartment building. Mm-hmm. And so we do homebuyer education out of this office and we had flyers up. And so this family had been living you know, in this apartment complex and uh, the, the mom was still going to school. And so they came to just an education session um, seminar and talked with a loan officer and realized like they could potentially be homeowners. They, they never thought that they would be able to be a mm-hmm. homeowner because of the down payment. And they worked with the, with the, uh, the, the, the loan officer uh, to figure out what they needed. The, the wife, like I said, she was going to school almost finished up with school Mm-hmm. And, um, they put like a 12 month action plan together. They had a mortgage readiness plan together just mm-hmm. because they decided, you know what, we have a free Saturday. Let's go listen in on this class. And 12 months later, uh, they bought their first home. They got down payment assistance program money. She had finished school and was working. He had had a steady job, uh, but mm-hmm. he knew he had to maintain his job. So he, they were, they prepared themselves and okay. now they're, you know, they're, they family. They live in this great house. Uh, and like I said, they leveraged down payment assistance programs, but they literally went into this class hmm. sort of just on a whim. Hey, let's go check it out. And never thought 12 months later, they would be homeowners
1: How about that. And that's usually the case. People just aren't uh, familiar and just, uh, so it's a matter of be, uh, getting informed and uh, what you provide there, uh, those programs uh, that'd be that'd be a good way to, to go to find out where you stand to, to buy a home Joanna, I, I have really appreciated your time. Can you give us uh, your, your website and your phone number so folks can can reach out to you?
0: Uh, sure. Hold on. I want to make sure I get you the right phone number. Uh-huh. We have so many of them, but it's, uh, it's springboard.org. So it's S P R I N G dot org. And our phone number is 888 983 2344. Uh, if you wanted some more information, you could uh, email us at info i n f o at springboard.org. Mm-hmm.
1: Very good. Appreciate yeah. that. And uh, I think it's a uh, it's a wonderful uh, thing you're doing there to help folks. You know, and uh, I I really appreciate again the time you spent with good. us. And uh, I wish you well, uh, Joanne. Yeah. Thank you for you-
0: having me. I appreciate it.
1: Oh, it was my it was my pleasure. And you uh, enjoy the rest of your day.
0: Okay. Thanks.
1: Hey, listeners, if you have a specific topic you want to discuss that is germane to the real estate industry, drop me a note at yourlotandparcel.com. And now, if you will excuse me. This program has been produced
0: by Isaac Diaz with music by Echo Foxtown. All the opinions expressed in this podcast are opinions only and should not be relied on. For more information, please visit the website
1: yourlotandparcel.com.